critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, thinkers, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. And before I dive into today's episode, let me just pause for a minute and give you a quick update on the podcast, where we're going and where we're at. So here we are on episode 170. And let me tell you, when I started this podcast, I had no idea. There were so many fallacies. There's over 300 of them, you guys. And in the back of my mind, um, the last couple months, I've been thinking about how many I'm going to cover in this podcast. And, you know, my whole goal here is to really create a comprehensive resource as a go-to for my listeners. But I also want to keep in mind why I'm doing this podcast and who I'm doing this podcast for. And here's the reality. This podcast isn't for philosophy PhD students, right? Maybe one day one of you will be getting your PhD in philosophy, but at that point you won't be using this podcast as a reference. My whole goal here has been and is to equip the next generation, so the tweens and the teens right now, and their parents to think well, to be able to think for themselves, to develop media discernment, to become impossible to manipulate, and to become impervious to lies and propaganda. So as I started looking at the fallacies that I haven't covered yet, what I'm discovering is that a lot of the ones uh, on that list are super similar to the ones I have already covered with just very small nuances of differences. And I just don't know that it's going to be super helpful to my listeners to go into all these super tiny little nuances and differences that philosophy majors love to argue about and geek out over. That's just not the point of this podcast. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through all the fallacies I haven't covered yet, and I'm going to make a list of the ones that are unique and different enough to give an episode to, and I'm going to cover them. And I'm also making a list of any propaganda tactics or manipulation techniques that I haven't covered yet, and I'll include them as well. And then I'm wrapping up season one. It's It's been a long season, y'all. It's probably going to be close to 200 episodes by the time season one is over, but I wanted this podcast to be really well organized. I'm just that sort of person because it was so easy for me to say, Everything in episode one is logical fallacies. And then episode two, as I've said, is going to be cognitive biases. And don't worry, when I start episode two, I'm going to freshen some stuff up with new music because you're probably totally sick of hearing the little intro and outro songs by now. (laughs) So the podcast will get a little makeover to keep it fresh. And then we'll move on to the new topic in season two. And I already have plans for what season three is going to be. Do you want a little teaser about season three? I'm going to be covering words and ideas that you should know. It's going to be short, easy episodes, like always, where I break break down terms that we hear in society, but you might not know what they mean. Like, what is Marxism? What is socialism? What is communism? What's the difference? What is democracy? What's a republic? What's the difference? And it's not all going to be political. I'll cover things like worldview. What is nihilism? What is transcendentalism? Ideas like capitalism and free market and all that good stuff. So anyways, that's going to be season three. 
Okay, so there's the update. It's a little longer than I was planning on giving, but I thought you might be interested in hearing where this is going and hearing that we're in the process of winding down season one on fallacies and thinking errors. And uh, come back in the next episode because I'm going to tell you how if you want to really get a good handle, I know you've listened, obviously, to um, all these episodes, and you can go back and listen as many times as you want. But if you want to to do a deep dive into a thinking course, that is what I'm uh, putting into Crazy Thinkers. You guys know Crazy Thinkers is my membership. Um, I love the folks that are in there and the fact that they are all about learning how to think well, and I'm continuing to make it a better resource. I'm creating a course, uh, but hang on, I'm going to tell you about that next episode. Let me get on with this episode because this is getting long. Okay, let's get on with today's episode. So first off, I want to do a quick review of a fallacy we covered earlier in season one, the plain folks fallacy, or as it's sometimes called, the plain clothes fallacy. So the plain clothes or the plain folks fallacy happens when an argument is made to seem more convincing by presenting the speaker as a common or ordinary person. So the question to ask yourself, if you think you're facing a plain clothes fallacy or plain folks fallacy is this, regardless of who's recommending this product or service, is it really the best option for me? Let me say that again because I kind of messed that up. Regardless of who's recommending this product or service, is it really the best option for me? All right, if you want to review or learn learn more about this fallacy, go back and check out episode 103. I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, CTC Math. If you are looking for a good math curriculum for your student, check out CTC Math. All of your kids from K-12 can learn at their own pace with one family subscription. It's an online math program that uses a multi-sensory approach to ensure retention. Plus, it does all the grading for you and it gives you detailed progress reports, which means a whole lot less stress when it's math time for both parents and kids. So get all the details and even start a free trial at ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. And for homeschoolers, right now you can get up to 50% off by using the link in the show notes. And my daughter is finishing up Algebra 2 right now. She's going to be starting Geometry and we are going to give CTC a math, CTC math um, a shot for that as well. So we're super, super excited to try that out. Okay, let's talk about today's new fallacy, the quantum physics fallacy. The quantum physics fallacy happens when someone uses quantum physics to support their claim, even if their claim has nothing to do with quantum physics. The idea behind it is they're trying to make their their claim irrefutable. And since most people don't understand quantum physics, they figure nobody will be able to refute their claim if they use it. This fallacy is also called an appeal to quantum physics. So here's a simple answer. Sam, who just recently heard the phrase quantum physics and really doesn't know what it means, tells his younger brother, quantum physics says people can fly if they wear purple capes. Well, his younger brother also knows nothing about quantum physics, um, and so there's no way he can refute this outlandish claim. Now, what he'll probably say is something like, well, that's just dumb, (laughs) and he'd be right. It is just kind of a dumb claim that is not true. So the problem is probably pretty obvious behind the quantum physics fallacy is that it's a made-up claim that nobody can argue with well. 
But what it's really doing is it's just avoiding addressing the original argument. It's a a smokescreen. It's a flat out falsity. And it's a bit of an appeal to ignorance because who would know about that? Um, What's so funny is quantum physics is a bizarre, difficult to understand field of study that's been used to try to explain all kinds of weird ideas. And there are so few people who even know enough about it to refute it well that sometimes the ideas, these weird ideas go unchecked. And what's what's interesting is even people who do study quantum physics readily admit that nobody really understands quantum physics. So this appeal to quantum physics is just a big nothing burger. So really, for this fallacy, we can insert any idea into this assertion. Quantum physics proves there's no God. Quantum physics proves there must be a God. Quantum physics proves the Big Bang Theory is true. Quantum physics proves creation is is true. What, is, what does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. We're not saying anything. It's not an argument that can be proved, disproven. It's just somebody saying something to try to make it sound real. So the question to ask yourself, if you think you're facing the quantum physics uh, fallacy is this, what do you know about quantum physics? <laughs> I guess you would ask the other person that. What do you know about quantum physics? Or as I would probably say, well, that's just ridiculous. Okay, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through a brain cell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.